Hi, this is Karina Ganter's host of Behind the Pen. You're listening to the audio podcast. Enjoy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Pen. We are NAPOD POMO Special, which is National Podcasting Post Month. Um, it is on its 12th year now. It's been going for a while, and it's where crazy people like me decide to post a podcast every day of the month of November. Yeah, I must be crazy. So uh, I am Karina Gantis, your host. I am an award-winning author. I'm also an award-winning filmmaker. I'm a podcaster, booktuber, YouTuber. I run Author Assist, which helps authors with their marketing, promotion, and everything in between. And I'm also the host of the Author Assist show on the Artist First Radio Network. Enough about me. I would like to introduce my guest for today, Al Jensen. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be with you. It's great to have you. I love your energy. You're so bubbly. <laughs> um, I normally ask the first question. I'm not going to. This My first question will be, can you tell people where we met? Because I think it's really important that people hear about these meetings that they probably have never heard of before. I believe we met at the Speaker's Playhouse. Is that right? Uh, was that the Speed Networking? Or was yeah, that yeah, the, JVC? Yeah, the, speed, the speed networking event uh, at the Joint Venture Insider Circle. And it was um, a referral through uh, a program called the Speaker's Playhouse. So there's all sorts of fingers in that pie. But yeah, it was a, a networking event uh, online, on Zoom. And you know, we met across the world. I mean, we're almost, I don't know how many, 5, 6, 10, 20, 50 million miles apart from each other, but we met online. So that was awesome. So what does networking do for someone? How can it help them? And what, what do you do when it comes to networking? Oh my goodness. It's, it's all about building relationships. It's about finding other individuals who perhaps serve a similar clientele that you serve. So you can create an affiliate joint venture program with them. Uh, or they might be a prospective client for you. They might be able to refer you to someone else. I mean, it's all about relationships. And the more people we know, the more effective we can be at really two things, at, at serving the world with you know, our skills and abilities, but also being a, a reference point and a referral point for others like Maybe you have a program, a product or service that isn't right for me, but oh, I know somebody because mm. I met them at an event and and I can I can connect the two of you. So yeah, it's about not just selling a product or a service yourself, but about being a connector and helping other individuals find people that can be a resource for them. And, and everyone should know that when we say selling, um, authors especially listen to this you have a business you are an author your business is your book selling your books your branding um, it's really important that you you remember that you don't just write and and finish and it's a business and you've got to treat it like a business and so something like these net meetings can actually help you as an author it can it can get you uh, sales and it can also get you referrals it can get you uh, affiliates it can get you uh, so many new connections that can work because 
writing is a business and the same for all of you musicians out there you have a business you're a musician you write songs you sell your songs you perform um again it's a business you you artists out there you do these beautiful creations and you sell them it's a business these net meetings aren't for people that do just um, health and insurance and what have you. I mean, there are so many of them in there, but it is for all businesses, all entrepreneurs. And anyone who has a business is an entrepreneur. Oh, well said, well said. So my first question that I ask all my guests, Al, what do you use your pen for? What do I use my pen for? Wow, that's, that's a powerful question. Um, I use the power of the written word to share my personal uh, skills that I've been, you know, bestowed upon by our creator uh, to, to share my talents and my skills and abilities with the world. It's a, it's a way for me to not only express myself creatively, but more importantly, to share those tools, those techniques, and those strategies that I have come across over the course of years. And it, it's a great way for me just to, to share that knowledge because uh, it's not about you know, what, we, what we as individuals do, but it's what we do to impact the world. And that's, that's how I use uh, the pen to, to create content that will impact the world in a positive way. And this content is online or in uh, a book? Yes, <laughs> both. Both? Both. both. So yes, having a, a physical book, and I've written 26 of them over the last, uh, I don't know how many years. Wow, you beat me. <laughs> so, so, yeah, wow, 26. Uh, having, having a physical book is important. But in today's world, I mean, it's a, it's a global society now. And I may not be able to easily get my physical book all across the world. So having it in digital format that's available on, on Kindle that we all know about and in so many other formats. So yes, well, I do have a book. Well, I have a physical book. Well, I have uh, an ebook. I also have all of that content available in blog posts, in, in training materials, training programs, uh, things of that nature. So uh, yeah, there's a number of ways to get that content out into the world. Let's start with your first book, I'm 26. Go back, 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 back to your first book. Um, why did you write it and how long ago did you write it? Oh my goodness, it was a long time ago. It was in the 19... 80s. It was in the 1980s. I was working in the industrial first aid and safety business. Mm -hmm. I worked for a company that provided first aid products to business and industry. And the first book I wrote was entitled Everything You've Always Never Wanted to Know About First Aid in the Workplace. Oh, so, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, and, and I got to tell you, it was really, um, uh, something that changed my life, writing that first book. Because in, in the United States, where uh, I've lived my entire life, and that's where, where I worked in the industrial first aid and safety business, I went to work for a first aid and safety distribution company. And there were tens of thousands of people in this industry in the United States. And I wrote this book, and it was picked up 
by uh, by a local uh, media outlet. They had some magazines, had some newspaper, and they they wrote a review of my book. And then it got out to other people in the industry. And then I got started uh, receiving invitations to speak at industry events and talk about this particular topic. Wow. And it went from industry events in the local area to a regional area. And within a couple of years, I was speaking at national conferences on the topic of everything you've always never wanted to know about commercial first aid and safety products. And uh, so that really elevated my my stature in the industry. So wow. it didn't take long before I got an invitation to come work at another company with a much bigger salary. And it just, you know, elevated my uh, my visibility and my credibility in the workplace. So it was, um, I'm thinking it was around 1990, uh, 1988 to 1990 that I wrote that that first book. And then I went on to write many more in that particular uh, market area. And since then, I've gone on to write books in, in many other areas. When, when, well. you've done, when you've done one book on, on first aid in the workplace, uh, how can you do another book on the same subject? I mean, how do you? <laughs> well, there, you know, there's a global view. You've got this big, big picture view, and then you can get very specific. So uh, first aid and safety in the workplace. Um, then I focused on uh, on burns in the workplace, on on chemical burns and on you know heat burns and things of that nature, and I, I went deeper on that particular topic, and then I would uh, go into another topic which was uh, eye safety and why it was important to use uh, appropriate. Yeah, so I just went deeper. So as a matter of the first one was kind of a broad picture book, and then the next four or five Words, books in that yeah. area just went kind of uh, laser focused in some specific Did, areas. Knowing if, if I was a, a business person and I had a, a massive factory and um, I was, um, there was a lot of, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of um, um, worry uh, about, worry about um, sure. safety in my workplace. And mm -hmm. I saw these manuals and I knew that the goggle one was was for me, the eye one I wanted. Did you have people like that buying copies for their, you know, ask, or asking to for you for copies for all of their employees? I mean, did it go that vast? Well, um, it didn't go that, you know, quite that vast, but the safety director at this company would want a copy for him for you know his library. And then the safety director at the company across the street would want oh, one. They didn't care yeah. about the employees having a coffee as long as they got a coffee. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so the first book that you wrote, you were actually working in that industry. And so you didn't need to do any research or anything. But the, the individual ones, did you sort of do a bit more research to get all your facts correct, of course, well, before you wrote the book. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, by the time I'd written that first one, I got some exposure. Uh, I got to speak at a lot of national conventions and events. Then I made a lot of connections uh, from that experience. And these people came to me and said, you know, if you were going to talk about this, if you're going to do another book, you might want this information in there. So I had developed this vast network of people wow. that I could call upon. So when I did the burn uh, book, 
then I had a, a network of people that I could go to and interview and get really, really technical and really, really specific on that particular topic. So uh, that, you know, that's how it worked. Wow. So we're talking 26 books now. So you can't do, like you say, you could, you could only go so far with that. So what was the topic that you went on to next? I mean, did you stay with that career or did you change your career as well? Well, I was very successful in that career. And there came a time in the 1990s that uh, I wanted to change. I wanted out and I wanted to have my own company, my own business. So I thought about staying in that industry. But at that particular point in the late 1990s, my parents were aging and they were uh, struggling with the decision to leave their home and going into uh, an assisted living facility or a skilled nursing facility. And it was really difficult for them. I lived in California. They lived in Iowa. It was a couple thousand miles apart. And I was very involved in their decision to move from their home and into uh, a facility. They did not want to move into a, an assisted living facility. They really wanted to stay home. But my dad was having accidents, my mom was falling, and it really wasn't a safe environment. So that opened my eyes to the need for care for the elderly who want to stay in their own home. So I did a little bit of research. I found an organization that uh, offered a franchise program to provide home care services to the elderly. I thought, wow, that's a great idea. Uh, I'm affected by that personally. I'm very familiar with the topic. I think I'm going to do that. So I took, you know, a good chunk of the money that I had set aside from uh, being a success in the industrial first aid and safety business. And then I bought a franchise unit and I started providing uh, home care services for the elderly. Well, next thing I know, I've got a second franchise unit, then I've got a third franchise unit, and I'm being asked to speak at events around uh, the country. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if a book would help me. So I wrote a book in that particular area. Everything you've always never wanted to know no. <laughs> about providing home care for your parents. <laughs> I love that you stayed with that. It's yeah. it was important to stay with that because that's your branding. That yeah. is your branding. Love yeah. it. And then uh, I went on to write some more technical, uh, like safety in the home, and uh, and a program on you know what uh, what you want your family to know. Uh, when you're gone and just you know a whole bunch of books in that and expanded yeah because yeah, you could exactly. go go into so many different subjects from that yeah. one area wow that is uh it's like everything's falling into your lap I know life is not easy I know well, there are difficulties yeah. I understand that but you know life uh, things fall into your lap when you're proactive when you're out there networking with people, connecting with people, and providing a value uh, to the world. You know, yeah. this wasn't this wasn't my information to keep inside. This was my information to share with the world so other people could benefit from what I knew and what my philosophies, my strategies were. So that, I think, is when things start to, quote unquote, fall into your lap. You know, Zig Ziglar, who was a very prominent uh, uh, speaker in the United States, very inspirational and motivational. He said, you can get what you want out of life if you'll just help enough others get what they want out of life. And that's really stayed with me. And I realized that in order for me to get what I want, I've got to give away first. Yep. I have to help other people first. So yep. 
that was my inspiration. I, I totally, I understand that completely. We do exactly the same thing. We give, um, we get back two folds. Um, everything that I've learned in the publishing industry, um, writing, publishing, uh, marketing, promotion, everything. Um, I'm giving back to the authors that need it, that have, want to publish but are too scared or have published and don't know what to do next. Right. That's when my, I haven't wrote a book about it yet and I'm kicking myself because I really should, but there's so many books out there like that. I've got to come up with something different that's going to stand out, out of the box, but still to do with the, that process, either the publishing or the marketing process. So I will one day write a book. That's that's for definite. But um, yeah, I mean, you you doing that first book, it was like it started the road, it started your path. And then it just went, you just kept on going up the ladder. You just kept on climbing. And I think that's absolutely amazing. So well, it's, and it's because early on, I realized the power of having your name on a book and being recognized for that. You know, the, the book is is nice and it's cool. And yeah, it, it provides information that's necessary. That's one thing. But for me as the author, as the entrepreneur, it provided me with visibility. People got to know who I was. And that gave me the opportunity to go to a bigger company with bigger income and bigger opportunity. Credibility. So it was credibility and visibility. Those were the two biggest factors two biggest benefits that I got out of writing that first book. And fortunately, I recognized that was the case, that uh, it allowed me, you know, bigger audiences and a just a, a bigger platform to share my message. What are you doing right now? What do I do right now? Ooh, wow, that's a that's a good question. I, I have a couple of different divisions in my company, which is called Next Stage Communications, and right now, I work with aspiring speakers who, in many cases, are authors and who are coaches. And I work with them to develop their signature speech, their signature story, their signature presentation. And more importantly, I work with them to help them monetize their message. Mm -hmm. And a book, writing a book, is a very significant uh, component in monetizing your message. So that's one of the things that I do right now. The second thing that I do is called the Next Stage Entrepreneurs Academy. Now, I started the Entrepreneurs Academy because as I was working over the last several years with these aspiring speakers, authors, and coaches, I realized one thing, and that is that these people who write a book, as an example, they have amazing expertise in that particular subject matter area. They're really good at knowing how to fix a car or knowing how to sing or knowing how to do landscaping, whatever their area of expertise is, they are just rock star in that area. But you know what they don't know? They don't know how to network. They don't know uh, how to build an email list. They don't know why they need an email list. They don't know how to joint venture. Uh, they don't know so many things about business they've they've so, kept that they've they've done the book they're happy with the book um but they don't realize how far they could go with the book exactly the book is just the first step yeah and 
I, I call it both the most insignificant and the most significant component of your business. It's insignificant because it's such a tiny, in my experience anyhow, it's such a tiny uh, component of, of my revenue. Yeah, I make money with my book, but you know, not but very much. It. In comparison to, to the other streams of revenue, which are possible, because the book gives me that platform. It gives me the credibility and the visibility to get out in front of people and then help them uh, help them generate success. And that generates additional streams of revenue for me. So it's a small part, but it's a very integral part in the overall strategy of building a business. It's like the saying goes, I mean, this, this what we've just talked about, it's, it's so... Uh, blatantly obvious that the pen is mightier than the sword we are so powerful with the pen that the damage we can do but we're not talking about that but the damage we can do with the pen is 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 crazy um but you have to be a fiction author for that (laughs) never 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 get on the wrong side of an author um (laughs) so um but um to to have that book to to have that visibility to have that credibility um to start you on your journey uh, as an entrepreneur, as a business. Um, like you said, there are so many people out there that have written the book, especially nonfiction. And because they they do that, they know what they're talking about. They're experts. Right. And so they've, they've got that job. They've done the book. But they don't realize how much further they can go with that oh. how much further they can push if they feel like it if they if they don't want to go any further then you know step back but there are outlets like yourself out there that can show them just how far they can go exactly exactly it's it's a starting point and you know i think the statistics suggest that only 2% of uh, the population at least in the united states 2% of the population uh, ever actually write a book and of that 2% who actually write a book, a very, very tiny percentage actually make money selling their book. So, First, I would say yes for the percentage of selling the book. And yes, for anyone who's trying to make a living selling books. But I mean, there's books coming out every second of the day by yes, authors. Yes. Um, it never stops. Everyone wants to write a book. Everybody's got a book inside them, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Nonfiction because of their expertise in the work that they're doing. It's not like, oh, I know a little bit about this. Let's write a book. They are experts in their field and they feel confident enough to write that book to help other people Exactly. And to do the courses another way. Forget about the book. What about courses? Courses are they are so hot right now. People are are making courses and selling them. People are um, buying courses to help them move along to um, get coaching for something they never knew before, but they need to know. I mean, there is so much um, out there, so so much help, um, knowledge. The knowledge is out there for people to find. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And, and writing that book is, like I said earlier, is just a starting point. It's a place to, to get you um, uh, seen on a larger stage. So you can offer people a deeper dive into that content. You can do a digital course uh, with videos and with written material. You, it can also lead to workshops, to live workshops. 
It can also lead to mastermind groups where people who have uh, bought your book and are very in tune with that, they want to go deeper. Well, you can invite them, like you said, to your course and then to your uh, your workshop and maybe your weekend retreat uh, and then maybe a mastermind group that meets on a regular basis. So uh, it's a way to just leverage yourself and uh, and introduce yourself you know, to the world. Hey, world, this is me. This is my expertise. And this is my view on this particular topic. Now, people think, well, there's been hundreds and thousands of books written on my particular topic. The, the world doesn't need another book on that topic. Well, you know what? They haven't heard your view. They haven't heard your position. They haven't heard the way that, that you look at it. So you bring a unique perspective to the topic. And that's what's unique about you. You know, my mother used to say, Alan, you are unique, just like everyone else. <laughs> it took a while to figure out exactly what she meant, but you know, we all yes. have our own unique, we have our own unique view and approach, uh, you know, to our subject matter expertise. And the world wants to hear what it is that you've experienced, how it's impacted you, because that may relate to them. It's not about just the content; it's about your view and how you approach it and how you recommend others, um, you know, follow the the course of action that needs to be followed. I think getting um, a little personal as well, even if it's a nonfiction book, um, people can relate to that. People can understand where you're coming from. You are speaking one-on-one -on -one with that uh, reader and, yes. and making that connection by being more personal. And, and I call it being vulnerable, you know, mm -hmm. sharing your, um, your, your problems and the issues and things that you've overcome. Because if you look at people in the world, like some of the big, big stars in singing and in acting and just in all areas of life, you look at that as example, the Kardashians. I mean, I'm not a Kardashian fan, but if the Kardashians came out and they, they tried to tell you, you know, how to garden or how to rock climb or how to you know, run, whatever, you're going to go, they are not in my world. I can't relate to them. It's, I'm not going to listen to them on that topic. But if you talk to somebody who has um, tried to, to do a running program and they failed and they had, pro and then they picked themselves up and they tried again, but they failed. And then they picked themselves up again and they had a little bit of success. And then they tried even harder and tried something different. They had bigger success. So sharing your, as an author, sharing, you know, the, the, the downfalls, the failures that you've had and how you've overcome them. You know, you're being vulnerable and people can relate to that because very few people in this world are born Kardashian, you know, with a silver <laughs> spoon with billions of dollars in their, in their pocket. So the rest of us, you know, we've got to, we got to experience those failures and we have to pick ourselves up and learn from them and get a little bit better. And, you know, we're going to get knocked down again. So that's what people can relate to is, yeah, I can, I know I've had that problem. I've tried 72 times to, to run a mile. And finally on the 73rd time, I figured out how to make that happen. So yeah, they can relate when you share your vulnerabilities. Um, where can people find you uh, if they want to connect with you, uh, whether it's uh, for net meeting or whether um, they're interested in what you've, your two courses, your two uh, businesses that you've mentioned, where can they contact you? 
Sure. Well, they can find me. Uh, just go down to the end of the street, turn left, and then when you come in the I'm right by the park. I, I, I live right next door to the park. So come on over, just knock on the door. I'll invite you in for tea. You know? <laughs> Uh, or, or they can find me uh, on the worldwide interweb at uh, nextstagecommunications.com. That's the best place. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm all over the place. But, but go to nextstagecommunications.com. You can fill out a form, send me an email there. Um, I've got all the different places I'm at and uh, contact me that way. So nextstagecommunications.com. I will have those details in the description of the podcast. One last question, Al, where can people find your books? Well, they can find my uh, my most recent books on amazon.com. My most recent book, the 25 Getting Booked to Speak Tips You Wish That You Knew. Uh, or you just search Al Jensen as author. So it's on uh, it's on Amazon. I think that's kind of a worldwide marketplace for books. Unfortunately, and, uh, yeah, and um, I've got a few others on there as well. So, so that you, it's only on Amazon all your books. You're not wide. You're not going anywhere else. Well, um, Amazon is the the easiest way to distribute them for me. And then anytime I go out to speak to a group, I carry a couple dozen books with me. And as I close up, I say, hey, if anybody wants to copy my book, see me in the back of the room, I'll sign a copy for you. Um, so I do, you know, personal sales as well. But um, Amazon seems to be the best way uh, to get out to the market that I appeal to. Fair enough, fair enough. Each to their own. Um, Al, it's been wonderful having you on the show, chatting with you, learning about how amazing uh, you are and all the stuff that you know. Um, you just keep trying new things and I admire you so much for that. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of your successes. Uh, I hope that I can uh, get that stage some time someday who knows but um all the best with everything you do and thank you so much for being a guest on behind the pen thanks karina glad to be with you today hey folks you're listening to the podcast behind the pen behind the pen brings you fun and entertaining interviews by amazing creatives and if you'd like to support and keep the podcast going you can donate via my linktree page that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Karina Gantus, all small letters. Every dollar helps me share my platform with these amazing artists. Don't forget to follow, like and review the podcast. Your support means everything. <laughs>